0: Thanks there My name is Ed Bernisky, uh past president of the Pittsfield Civitan, now just a member. I'm uh, actually substituting for Pat Gable, who's in Florida for three months. So hopefully, Pat, if you see this, you're having a lot of fun. Uh, the reason I'm here is I'm going to do two things. If anyone would like to join Civitan, we meet on the second and fourth Tuesdays of the month at Patrick's Pub. If you're interested, uh, we have about 80 people that belong to our organization. Uh, one of the things we're doing this weekend, for example, on Sunday um, at 4 o'clock, we are feeding uh, people at the Salvation Army. We prepare the meal. We uh, cook, cook it, obviously, and we prepare it, and we send usually between 70 and 80 people show up for that. So we do that, um, and we do a lot of things. Uh, in the, we only give camperships out to boys' clubs, girls' Club, and we raise somewhere between forty dollars and $50,000 a year, and we give this all this money away. No one's paid. It's a way of giving back to our community in Berkshire County. The next thing I want to mention is on March 22nd, uh, we have our soup fest. And this has been a very tremendous success. Uh, we usually have somewhere around 20 uh, people or uh, businesses that actually donate soups and different kinds of soups. And uh, it's, we have it there at the, um, the Berkshire Hills Country Club. It's $25 at the door. And again, it's March 22nd. Uh, and all this money that we raised, and last year was more than $10,000, uh, we give it to all the soup um, pantries in uh, Berkshire County. So hope to see you there, and we'll have a great time. Uh, I know last year I emceed. Whether I do it this year, I don't know. It depends if I did a good job last year. We'll, 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 we'll let the Civitan decide that. <laughs> but but tonight we have, or today we have, Craig Langeris. He's a chief uh, experience officer at the Berkshire Museum. Welcome.
1: Thank you for having me. It's great to be here.
0: Oh, that's great. We'd love to thank you. Maybe you just want to give us, uh, tell us what's new at the Berkshire Museum and a little history of what you do and what you like about your job and what's, what's going on
1: at Berkshire Museum. Sure, yeah. So I've been at the museum for about ten and a half years and uh, my job encompasses uh, overseeing uh, education, programming, collections, and exhibitions. And the goal there is making sure that the visitor to the museum whether it's in the building or out in the community is having the best possible experience um, whether they're uh, a newborn with their mother or a retired individual coming into to one of our programs yep
0: i mean that's nice i know that the berkshire museum uh, is located on south street in pissfield yep what, what number south street is that it's 39 39 south street in pissfield i i know that uh, my, my wife and i go there a lot with our grandkids uh, that are from quincy and from southwick we probably three or four times a year, and all the grandkids. As you walk in on the left-hand side, I think it's the Fiegenbaum Center or something, and I'm you know sponsor there. They I think you no know, other they like that, and it does change up quite a
1: bit during almost like every year. So, so last year alone, we mounted 15 different exhibitions. Wow, uh, turned over 15. About, uh, just about 16,000 square feet of exhibition space, uh, numerous times. So. You know, uh, one of our programming goals from exhibitions or um, education is, is sort of that rapid refresh. Uh, we're, we're really looking to see how we can tie in current events and, and uh, issues that are sort of at the forefront of the media and, and things that we're experiencing today uh, back to our collection and back to um, historical context. Mm. So.
0: I, I know that uh, the outside of the Berkshire Museum is the dinosaur still. Is that correct? Wally. Yep. Wally. Is that it's called? Yep. I didn't know Wally. that. I did In not know it was Wally. So that's Isn't been the here for a few years. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and I know that it's changing stuff up like that. Um, and I know I was talking off you off, off, off the record here, you have approximately at any time 1,000, is so that what you said?
1: there's about 40,000 objects in our collection and it's one of those things that's kind of hard to count. Um, some of the objects came in as sort of a set, uh, so there might be say four uh, bird eggs in a, a particular case sure. that, that came in from one collector. Um, so we can count each individual egg as one object or we can count that object of four as an object. Uh-huh. So. The minimum number of objects that we have in our collection is about 40,000. The maximum number is about 60. Uh, At any given time, there's about a 1,000 of those objects on display uh, Mm. in the museum or out in the community.
0: How do you know out of curiosity when times are thinking? Is it a time or is it you just that people feel that just, you know, do it with the seasons
1: or how does that work? So there are a couple different ways we look at it. We look at it um, how visitors come into the museum, whether it's um, our membership, using it every Saturday morning for some of the programming that we're running or if there are tourists coming in from out of town. Uh, we want to make sure that every time you come to the museum, there's something new for you to experience. Oh, interesting. Uh, so one of the programmatic approaches where we've been taking, instead of looking at trying to change out 5,000 or 10,000 square feet every six months, we're going to turn out um, 100 square feet or 500 square feet or 1,000 square feet every month or two months. Right. So um, we have this opportunity to re-engage you with um, something new, but at the same time, some of the old favorites are still... Still very much there. You can still see the mummy. Um, the ah, mummy. Yeah. My kids love that, the mummy. Everyone loves the mummy. There's one, uh, one of my grandkids says, Grandpa? She says, is that mummy alive, you think? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, <laughs> uh, you know, education uh, from a school perspective is, is a big part of what we do during the day at the Berkshire sure. Museum. Um, 30,000 school kids. 30,000. Um, 30,000, 30, 30, yeah. Is that per year you go through there? Per year uh, in the museum and then out in the schools. Uh, we're producing about 30,000 student experiences a year. Oh, hold on. Uh, Talk to me about, uh, you actually go, go out to the schools and do things? The, so schools and community centers. So oh, we have uh, yep, 15 to 16 programs running at any time throughout Berkshire County um, from, North County all the way down to, to Sheffield in, wow. um, in, in South County. So you'll actually go into the school itself? Going to schools, the uh, both uh, during the day and uh, we have a very uh, robust after-school program. Ooh. So we'll assist with sort of um, academic enrichment, um, working with kids who may not uh, do their best in a traditional Sh- academic setting and just give them uh, opportunities oh, to, so to learn and, and see things.
0: That's very that unique. I, I, I had no idea that. I'm sure a lot of people on, on, in, in this community yeah. had no idea that you would do that yeah. and go out to the Berks Museum. Tell me about you have coming something coming in called Leonardo da,
1: da, da Vinci. Is that correct? Yeah, Leonardo da Vinci. So um, when is that coming? That that uh, that will open February 8th. Um, at the Berkshire Museum. So it is a uh, forty life-size replicas of his drawings of mechanical machines. Wow. So everything from uh, his battle tank to his helicopter design to early power- parachutes. Um, to um, mechanical devices designed to lift pillars or uh, printing press designs or uh, devices used to to count distance. Um, These have all been recreated using um, meticulous measurements from his drawings and his notebooks uh, into objects that we can manipulate. So when you come into the museum, you now can climb inside the battle tank and understand how these pieces would move together. Uh or um, look at some of his um, early uh, glider attempts and, and understand their, their lift capability or, or where they would have failed in terms of uh, their ability to actually actually fly. Hmm. So it's a rather unique exhibition. Is it going to be interactive with the kids? Absolutely. That's yeah. wonderful. So, um, with the kids and, and everyone else who walks into the museum as well. you know, um, Probably I'll get involved with it. I can do it. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> one of the things we always strive for is, um, um, you know, we um, <coughs> we have a very robust early childhood program. Um, we like uh, being sort of the, the point place for, for young families to come in and be exposed to, to museum um, and museum cultures. Um, but we really strive to make sure that there's something for everyone. Um, you know, we wanna see the parents engaging, we wanna see grandparents engaging, yeah. we wanna see um, um, retired individuals coming into the museum beyond sort of a, a volunteer service uh, yeah. to the institution and, and having um, a good time and a good experience. Yeah. I will say one thing, I've been
0: yeah. here many times, and. I mean, my grandkids really like that place because it gives them, a, every time we go there, there's something a little bit different. So, yeah. But one of the things that they really do like is they like to go downstairs with the animals. Yep. I mean, the fish and the turtles and the snakes and everything else. Yeah. I mean, so that really does
1: attract, you yeah. know, the younger kids. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the aquarium is a great spot. It's yep. existed in the museum since the mid-'80s um, in, in various capacities um, in its current location for the last uh, uh, 20 to 25 years. Um uh, you know, for, for some families in, in Berkshire County, that is their exposure to, to aquatic life, uh, the ability to understand how, how fish actually breathe uh, under the water and, mm. and those levels. Uh, they'll never get to the beach. They'll never get to the ocean. Um, so it plays a really important function in terms of um, bringing that wider window back to Berkshire County and Giving them that, that exposure. That's good. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Where is this um, Leonardo da, da, da Vinci going to be? It's going to be on the second floor. So it's actually going to be spread throughout the, the museum. It's a oh. rather large exhibition. It's I'm not say you're, yeah. you're
0: doing all this, you know, big big machines. It's so. it's
1: about five thousand square feet, and um, so and how,
0: and, and, and how many square feet is your museum here?
1: Uh, it's about twenty thousand square so feet. So it's about approximately one quarter. It's a quarter of the space. Um, so we will deinstall um, a quarter of the space, uh, and then we will reinstall uh, da Vinci for the next three to four months. Um, so most of it will live on the second floor. Um, second we ha- floor. Right. We have yeah. some. We have some galleries that we turn over on a regular basis up right. there. But then we're also going to expand it onto the the first floor a little bit as well. Is that where the airplanes were one time? We shot the airplanes. Yeah. To- yeah. Yeah. So that exact that, so exact that exact so same that space. space. Yeah.
0: And that was a – my, grand, my grandkids we were like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: So again, same same philosophy, right? Like exposure and. Interactivity and the ability to actively partake in, in the exhibition instead of just being sort of a passive visitor. Okay, so that's going to be for approximately.
0: Eight weeks, you said, or 10 weeks? Uh, four months. Four months. Four so months six, is the goal. So, so what's, what's after that? You have you any plans at that point? So uh,
1: we're working on some uh, improvements to what we call the core experience in the museum, um, improvements to the aquarium. We're always sort of tinkering with uh, text panels and, and labels down there, oh. um, as well as new new animals um, oh. to, to put on display. Um, we'll be doing some work in the rocks and mineral display as well. Um, we just de-installed an exhibition by a wonderful glass artist by the name of Josh Simpson, and uh, he worked with a vintage telescope uh, repair man named Eric Van Court to build an orrery, um, which is an um, antique way of sort of looking at the solar system in terms of how planets interact with each other and how they rotate around the sun um, on their own specific uh, tracks. Uh, we are going to be installing that uh, downstairs in the mineral room uh, to give some relationship to planetary elements and where these things come from, from the cosmos. So uh, looking at that and, um, you know, this summer and into the fall, we're, we're looking to, you um, Bring some of our collection out of the basement that speaks to a hundred years of women's suffrage, and the relationship to those experiences and, and that time frame to here uh, in Berkshire County. Hmm. Wow! So yeah. you've got a full agenda
0: going on at the yeah. museum. Yeah. I mean, it keeps you busy, yeah. and uh, things. So someone on the audience wanted to had an an idea for the Berkshire Museum to do? Can they do that, or is it something that they have to go through a process to?
1: Um, so there's a process, but um, a great example of that is yeah. um, the oral history uh, lab at uh, Berkshire Community College uh, reached out to us wanting to mount an exhibition on um, the local chapter of the NAACP. Um, oh. So one of their trial runs to get their equipment sort of up and running is they recorded uh, 10 stories of local African-Americans here in uh, in Berkshire County, and um, we'll be displaying those uh, opening on February 1st. So oh, wow. Great partnership. Uh, they sort of brought the content. We um, brought sort of a, a design element to it and helped them figure out how do we how do we display oral histories in a in a museum in a exciting and interactive way. Um, so mm. yeah, there there are tons of opportunities. We we love partnerships. Yeah, that's great.
0: Now, you obviously must partnership with schools, right? You yes. said you're going out to schools and stuff of that nature. Do yeah. you do every school in Berkshire County or try to do every school in Berkshire um, County? So
1: uh, every school in Berkshire County at some point visits the Berkshire Museum. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, we, yeah. we, we love it. In fact, I was
0: down there and, then we, and down the aquarium, and there was a bunch of school kids that came in, and I believe it was somebody from the staff of the Berkshire
1: Museum was giving them a tour. Is that what happens? So that's usually what happens. It's um, we uh, First off, any school in Berkshire County um, can visit the museum for free. Um, I didn't know that So beyond Berkshire County, any school uh, at any grade level can visit the Berkshire Museum for free. Um, You call our education number and um, you're welcome to come um, at any time. And you can come and self-guide as an educator. You can use the museum as a resource to see how you see fit. Um, But for the most part, we like to be involved. We we want to add that extra layer of interpretation. Um, We can take objects um, out of their cases. We can work with objects in different ways that you as a visitor can't and... um, so that gives them more of
0: a, re, of a reaction, or, or, to the kids. Yeah, it a richer. Because when you're going recruits. through the, the rocks, you know, when you have the metamorphic rock and the mm-hmm. sedimentary rocks here, and you turn the lights on, you can see them glow. You know, yeah. I think the kids really like that
1: too. I yeah, think, you and know? it just it, it triggers all sorts of different um, conversations as yeah. well, which is great. And the the great thing about having the educator with you is that they can they can help make that sort of jump from looking at you know um, fluorescent rocks mm-hmm. or, or bioluminescence down in the aquarium to your own metabolic processes mm-hmm. or, or how those things relate to sort of uh, mammal adaptations and, mm-hmm. and, and the animals that we have living around our house so it's, it's
0: amazing because you go there and the, you know they have the bears out there and they have all sorts of other the deers and you know the kids really like that they look you know because
1: they, they can put something up to their ear and their sounds and all that stuff so yeah so it's um you know museums are moving in the way of um, moving beyond sort of the visual experience right. and they're moving to more of that sort of um, full sensory experience so Playing with sound, playing with sense, playing with touch, um, uh, you know, are the roles that the Berkshire Museum can, can fill in a quite unique mm-hmm. way in the county. We, we, our collection is so didactic that having things that you can touch and things that you can't touch and things that you can listen to and, and things that you can smell um, are all, all part of the experience. Mm-hmm. And, the, and
0: then the figure bombs have a, a whole display there. I mean, you know, different things in mind that, you
1: know, the kids really like. Yeah, so, I mean, the Fiekenbaum Hall is is a fantastic example of, of ways to sort of stretch what a museum is. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a mixture of, of items and, and stories and objects that speak to... Um, historical events related to innovation here in Berkshire County, which is a really, really rich history, uh, uh, all the way down to how do you become an active participant in that, um, and what are the latest trends in sort of design thinking, Mm. uh, and what does it mean to fail? Um, You know, I think this is something that museums uh, haven't really explored, and and it's an important part of sort of that creative process is the concept of failure and, and learning from your mistakes, and how do you you know, display that and the Fiegam Hall is a great way for people to sort of be an active participant in understanding yeah. the relationship between say a maker and a user, a user. and then yeah. people who have failed. Yeah. So. Talk talk to me about the ten days of play. I'm yeah. not exactly sure if I understand that. So about six years ago um, we identified um, the, the need to reintroduce this concept of child directed play and we've all had the experience where we've gone out and we've we've bought a, a what we think is a wonderful gift for for a small child and we wrap it up we make it all look all nice we put it on the table and the kid unwraps the box and they take the the toy out of the box and take the box and they put the box on their head and they run around for the next forty five minutes and they're they're super happy with just the box yeah. and it's the ability for them to sort of um, direct and lead of what they want to be doing. Um, so we built a play festival around that so for 10 days during february break starting february 15th uh this year starting february 15th right february 15th um we will be hosting 10 days of child directed play um so uh we have some great community spaces in the museum um we have this magnificent art deco uh crane room on the second floor and we will fill that with child directed play materials uh, where they're going to come in and they're going to lead their parents in helping them build whatever they want whether it's a a pirate ship or it's a stage for them to perform on or whether it's a tree house, um, they have the ability to build all of those in that environment. Hmm. And it's a it's a concept to sort of reintroduce that concept to families and, and get them thinking that, um, a child's time doesn't need to be fully scheduled out down to every 15-minute increments. Sure. Like if you let them lead, they will discover just as much. Um, so you'll have all the materials there. All the materials there. And
0: then you know if they want to you know lead a play or if they want to do you know how about Legos? Are you build up on, on Legos or not? We do have Legos. the reason I say that my grandkids are really fascinated by Legos. I never I knew I had them when I was a kid, uh, but I guess I just forgot about them, and then all of a sudden you know they're five or six years old, they, they build things and, and the, you know, they take things apart. and uh, Put them back
1: together. Put them back together, yeah. 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 Um, so we have been uh, working on a couple different avenues of child directed play. Uh, one is scale. Um, so like lots of families have Legos and they have the ability to play on sort yeah. of a tabletop scale. What's unique at the museum is that we have these spaces that are much bigger than what you'd find in your house. So our play material can be much bigger. So we have Legos that are life-size. Uh, you have the ability to build houses that you could live life in. Life-size. Life-size. Um, wow. Uh, but we also have the small ones. And this is important for a child to be able to sort of jump back and forth and find their sort of comfort zone. Yeah. Um, we have um, a, a section set aside that is solely designed for early childhood um uh, educators and their and their children, um, so really, really little ones who who need a different type of learning environment to sort of um, direct. Uh, their parents we, we provide that as well and now we've expanded into what we're referring to as a, a tinker lab where we have a bunch of um, donated material that kids get to take apart um, so I, when I was a child one of my favorite things to do is you know find that old toaster and you know take all the take screws apart, out and yeah. see, how, yeah. see how it looks and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's again it's something that we don't necessarily do enough um, so providing that opportunity over ten days for families to come in and you know, take apart a computer, take apart an alarm clock, take apart a toaster, or just sit there for an hour and pop the keys off a keyboard. Um, you know, these are these are enriching
0: yeah. and, and fun Yeah, Something that you'll never get anywhere else. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. And that goes on for ten days? Probably? Ten days. So it's uh it's it's timed along with February break week, uh, here in Massachusetts or yeah. in, in Berkshire County. So from um, February fifteenth through the twenty sixth of I think of um, February. February is this any time during the day, or certain time periods? Uh, so the museum is open our, our normal hours from 10 to 5 each one, to one of those 5, days. Right? Those yeah. days, and uh, the the. Ten days of play, uh, child-directed activities run from 11 to 3. 11 to 3. Um, right. So you have the opportunity to come and spend the entire day at the museum. You can be involved in these these play activities, and then when those wrap down, there still is 20,000 square feet of exhibition, including Leonardo da Vinci's uh, machines in motion That's on display. So you you can jump back and forth, which yep. is which is kind of fun. Now, do you rent that as museum rent that, or do you own it, or how does that work? Like, so we rented um, yeah. Leonardo da Vinci. Yeah. Uh, we produce um, a lot of our exhibitions in house. Like our, our our collection is 40,000. That's a, a lot to work with and a sure. lot of really interesting stories that we can tell. Um, but something on the scale of, of Leonardo, um, we just don't have the internal capacity to, to build and maintain an exhibition like that um, or the expertise. Uh, it, it's not something that we find in our collection. So,
0: yeah. What does it cost to do this to attend the Berkshire Museum? or to attend this thing in the February
1: vacation? So it's included with admission. It is, um, right. And uh, Berkshire Museum admission for uh, non-members is uh, $13 for adults and it's $6 for for kids. Yep. Uh, We have a very, very... cost-friendly uh, membership plan uh, yeah. for families. So it's $75. So, yeah, $75 I think that's what I pay. Yeah. Yep. Um, for uh, a family, which is two adults and four kids can visit the museum as anytime, many t- anytime they want, as oh. many times as they want for free. Yep. Uh, so it pays for itself and visits to the museum in about two visits. Yep. Um, but uh, we have a great reciprocity program with other institutions as well. That's right. uh, so our membership will work in museums across the country and around the world.
0: I think that's important to let people know it, because I know by, by doing that I, we can go to a lot of Boston museums mm-hmm. for either free or no ch- or very little charge. Sure. Yeah, um, and I think you know people don't realize that when you do buy a, a Berkshire Museum pass, it allows you to go to these other museums that, that are listed somewhere. I forget where they're listed, yeah. um, and, and what the price is either free or very small charge. Very small charge. And yeah. one of them is that I think is a Boston museum. He's gone a couple times.
1: Yeah, there, uh, there are a few in Boston yeah, that, that will, that yeah. will um, allow and that. And you know what that costs to go to the Boston Museum? More than, more than the cost of you for your annual <laughs> fee. Yeah. yeah. Um, so there are a lot of other ways to visit the museum as well. We have a very robust library uh, pass program, so you can contact your local library and request the pass to the Berkshire Museum uh, for any um, any specific day. Um, so so you, the
0: Berkshire Anthony would have
1: that? Yep. Yeah, and they have more than one, so um, you know there there are quite a few of them there. So, so you know, money God shouldn't lever?
0: be an object for any family. No, if you go to the Berkshire Museum and to Berkshire Anthony and ask them for a pass no. for a certain day, they should have that available, and you can go there free of charge. Yeah. Uh, That's and, great. Uh,
1: anyone who also receives uh, EBT SNAP benefits. What uh, is that? I'm not familiar with that. So that is. Um, uh, it is the, the new term for, for food stamps, um, right. so it's electronic benefit transfer, so if you receive governmental assistance, you can visit the Berkshire Museum for free as well. Oh, wow. Um, so when you're on that program, they give you a little card that works like a debit card, and you yeah. just bring that card to the front desk and show it to them, and uh, it extends member benefits to you as well.
0: That's really nice. I think it's a mm-hmm. great outreach for, uh, for, yeah. for this community. You
1: know? Well, we definitely want to be the museum for the community. Um, so, well, um, I think you are now.
0: I yeah. mean, we really enjoy that it's really nice, especially in Pittsville. Um, so, what else is happening there
1: that you can t- share with us? Um, you know, uh, right now we're, we're uh, gearing, gearing up for Le- Leonardo. Um, Leonardo, yeah. yeah um,
0: uh, and how about your website? Maybe we want to tell other
1: people what the people what, what, what your website is. And, and how to get there. Sure, um, so it's uh, Berkshire Um and you can find uh, the listings of all of our upcoming exhibitions plus our, our past ones. Um, what's really great about the website is that our program is programming is very didactic and there there are events happening effectively almost every hour of every day that the museum is open. Um, so whether you're a mother with a young child, um, there are events specifically for you um, that are guided experiences with our early childhood education team. Um, we host a, a series of OLLI lectures on um, there's the afternoons at the at the Berkshire Museum as well. Um, we have a series on Saturdays called Learner's Lab where you can come in and learn new skills and, and traits. Uh, so there's there's always something sort of going on.
0: Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Now, you're not open on
1: Sundays, are you? We are. Uh, you are? Yeah. Uh, I didn't know that either. So uh, noon to 5 on mm-hmm. Sundays. And uh, we are now sort of expanding and playing with uh, after-hour programming as well. So um, for the entire run of Da Vinci from the hours of 5:30 um, to 7:30 on Saturdays, you'll be able to come to the Berkshire Museum and, and view Da Vinci um, after hours as yeah. well. So wow! It's all about accessibility. It's That's about right. You know, being yeah. there for being when, flexible being for being the flexible people yeah.
0: for when people can come. Yeah, um, to, I know. Many times, my wife and I have gone, not recently. They used to show movies at the, at the down there. Do they still do
1: that? Yeah, and they so win. So, yeah, so the little <laughs> cinema is still <laughs> little cinema, The little you. cinema. Thank you. Yeah, 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 yep, it's not yep. so little. It seats two hundred thirty. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, But it's uh, one of the longest-running uh, independent um, film houses um, on the Eastern Seaboard. It's been around since the the mid fifties in its current capacity. Um, in the mid fifties. The mid fifties. So oh. it's been. It's, we've been running films since the nineteen thirty-seven when they built that space. Um, but in, in sort of the the continual format of, of running films. In the 50s. Um, it's uh, it's it's great. So we run um, uh, Friday night through uh, Monday night, uh, every night at seven p.m. Uh, and then on Mondays there's a matinee. Um, and sporadically in there, we'll have uh, community screenings as well. We'll partner with local organizations to to bring uh, films that are interesting. You, yeah. you, they have an interest in showing, whether it's. Um, you know, culturally based or, or historically based, uh, those those things will hmm. we'll, we'll screen as well.
0: Now, on your website, will it tell you what's playing in there too? Yep. Oh, yep. so it's
1: usually about a month out, uh, so you can look and see and, and plan ahead. Right. Um, and it's, uh, it's um, non-traditional fare, like these are, these are contemporary movies uh, that are not getting, um, hmm. You know, shown at other theaters here in berkshire county correct
0: believe it or not we have less about a minute and a half left wow i know it's going yeah. by fast and before we go off i want to make sure people see this uh they gave me, the, I'll let me i'll let us use these cups one side says wtbr which is a radio station and the other one says pistol tv so want to let people know that uh thank you and thanks pcv tv for doing this for us um, so we have a minute left, so why don't you just wrap up for a minute? We'll sign off. How's that?
1: It, it sounds great. Yep. Yeah. Um, come to the museum. Yep. Uh, we're open um, 10 to 5 each day, uh, noon to 5. Um, February break week is going to be fantastic. I uh, think it's going to be great uh, Leonardo week. da Vinci is, is, is opening up um, on February 8th. Uh, that'll be on display as well as the um, uh, NAACP um, uh, oral histories will yep. be on display as well. And then we have this wonderful um, 10 Days of Play festival sort of wrapped Wrapped around that, so come visit. It's always changing. Check out our website to see what's going on, uh, both from an exhibition standpoint and a programming standpoint. Um, if you have interest in membership, uh, there's information. And I think that's well. where
0: to go for the membership. I mean, for seventy-five dollars for a family, which will allow you not only to Berkshire Museum but other museums in this in, in not only in, the, in this state but other states to go to free of charge yep. or, or, or a reduced yep. uh, you know amount of money. Um, we get about 40 seconds left. I just want to say a few other things. Um, again, we had the Soup Fest for the Civitan, which is March 22nd at the Berkshire Hills Country Club. The cost is $25, and, you know, it's a great event. We'll raise somewhere around $10,000, and all this money goes to the soup uh, kitchens in Berkshire County. Uh, we all know that there's great demand out there for this, so hopefully you can come and uh, enjoy yourself. So, again, uh, thank you very much, Craig, for coming. Thank you for having you me. You were very informative. Wow. And pleased to see everybody out there, and um, hopefully you'll have a big attendance out there. And, again, thank you for tuning in t- to know your Berkshires, and have a great day. Thanks.